Welcome to the Spiritual Recharge Podcast, brought to you by SpiritualRecharge.com. This is your place to experience peace and higher consciousness while recharging the battery of your soul. So get comfortable and settle into this sacred time for yourself. So today we're diving into freedom from anxiety, stress, worry, disappointment, comparison, jealousy, negativity, all these things in life that we deal with, negative emotions, worries about the future, anxieties about the future, feeling left out, feeling things aren't working out for us, disappointment, neediness, all this stuff, right, is a long list. There's one method that can free us from all of it, and it's a shift in consciousness, a shift in awareness. Many people try all sorts of other things first, and they don't work. You know, we can try different chemicals and different CBD creams and oils and all these things, and they can help, right? I mean, by all means. There are these various different things we can do to feel better. And they might work temporarily, they might work a little bit, they might not work. Ultimately, what we really want is a shift in consciousness so that we perceive, perceive life in a way where we don't experience the negative feelings in the first place. Because once we're in a negative state, then we're in coping mechanism. Whereas what we're going to be diving into today is how do we make an inner shift so that our perception of life is different. So we can handle things much more easily. Do you know why we feel almost all negative feelings. Do you know what the cause of it is? The deeper cause, the deeper reason? When we get upset about something, right? Upset about something someone said, upset about something not working out the way we liked it, upset that we don't have our favorite food, they didn't have it in the shop, right? Upset that it's too hot, too cold, right? There's all sorts of things we can get upset about. I just um, ran out of my favorite tea. I, I have a very particular type of tea that I like to drink. And it's, I've come to here to Kauai. And my tea is in my house in Sedona. And it's not here. And I just ran out, right? I could get upset about that. <laughs> or I could not get upset, right? That's a choice. So there are these funny little things like running out of our special tea and things like that. And there are bigger things like running out of money or having a... a, a divorce or things like that that are more serious or having a health problem. What is the cause of the problem? If we know what it is, it's a big breakthrough. It's a big day when we figure out what on earth is going on here. We can say, oh, the other person did something wrong. Of course, I got upset. Do you know what the real cause is of all this upset? It's one word expectations 
expectations. The more we have an expectation, the more we get upset, right? You can think about this in your own life and you could come up with a thousand examples where this has happened to you, happened to me, happened to all of us, right? For example, let's say I go to see somebody and I expect them to treat me a, a certain way, right? I expect them to give me flowers, be nice to me, right? Give me special things. And they don't, what's going to happen? I'll get upset. I'll get disappointed. I'll get angry. I'll get a sense of low self-esteem, right? Or if I expect this happens all the time. I actually got a marketing email from somebody who's trying to sell me something, right? <laughs> and this guy, he keeps emailing me and his his latest email <clears throat> was, um, I can't, I'm not going to read it directly to you, but I'm just trying to remember what it was. It was something like, Michael, I'm confused. You know, I thought you wanted this thing and blah, 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 and you haven't bought it from me. Basically, that's what he's saying, right? He's He has an expectation that I should be giving him thousands of dollars. I don't want what he has, right? I, I don't feel what he has is what I need, right? So I'm not going to buy it, which is fair enough, right? If he had what I wanted, I'd give him the money. But he has an expectation of me, and he's upset about it. And he's actually emailing me about it and thinking it's good marketing. So, I mean, he could do a little bit of refinement in his marketing but this this is happens all the time right happens happens to me as well you know i expect things we you expect things if you have a company right and you're running a business you expect your team to do certain things and they don't do it and then you get upset right or you expect the weather to be one way and it turns out to be a different way right or you expect your flight to work out a certain way and it doesn't work out whenever we have expectations, we are setting ourselves up for disappointment. And what we're going to be diving into today is waking up from the dream, understanding what the nature of reality is and understanding and experiencing how to live a life of freedom so that not only do you enjoy life more and not only does your life go better, but you don't get upset in the first place and then have to calm yourself down with all these other methods which don't really work anyway. So the the bigger our expectations, the more our sorrow. Somebody who has lots and lots and lots of unreasonable expectations or even reasonable expectations, the more you have, the more sorrow you will have. Right? Just think about this in your own personal life. In your own life, your own life experience. Think about this. How many times have you had an expectation and it didn't work out and then you made yourself upset? And let's be honest, we're making ourselves upset, right? This is a spiritual principle we really have to understand. It's not that the world is making us upset. 
we are actually creating thoughts in our own mind and then creating chemicals in our own body and then feeling stress and anxiety and upset. For example, if somebody, if I expect somebody to get back to my text messages, right? And they don't. And then I start thinking, why didn't they get back to me? Don't they like me? Do they, they realize how important this is? I'm making myself upset. There's no point in me blaming them for it. They just, they might have, they might have been away, right? They might have had an accident. Their phone might have died, right? They might be not be in a space to reply. There's all kinds of reasons why they didn't get back. I'm making myself upset. I'm thinking the thoughts in my own head. I'm causing the chemicals in my own body, right? So my expectation is making me upset. So just tune into this because spirituality, we need to look at our life honestly, clearly, and see these things for ourselves. How many times has this happened to you? And it's not a bad thing, by the way. We were taught this, right? This is not our fault. It's our responsibility to break out of this and wake up from the dream. <laughs> That's up to us. But being in the situation where we have all these expectations and we get upset, that's not actually our fault. That's because of the world we live in. We got programmed. We got caught up in things. I just want to take a moment now to give thanks to you for listening, for being here, for your beautiful presence. It really means a lot to us to be doing this and connect with you. And one thing that we'd really appreciate is if you could go and leave a review on Apple or Spotify. That way we can help grow the podcast. You can help grow the podcast. And if you have any questions or you need any extra support, just leave it in there and we'll do everything we can. If you have any topics that you'd like us to share about, or anything that you like that you'd like us to do more of, just go ahead and mention that in the review and we will do everything we can to support you. So thank you so much. So how many times have you had expectations and then got upset and disturbed? And then when you're upset and disturbed, it's harder to deal with life, isn't it? It's harder to deal with the situation Let's say, for example, someone goes to Sedona, right? I, I spend a lot of time in Sedona. I'm in Kauai now, as you can hear from the roosters. If you hear in the background, there are wild roosters running around. So I might have an expectation that the roosters will be quiet while I'm talking to you, right? Doing this podcast. But, oh, there they go. It's probably, I can't see the rooster, but... It's right there, okay? So I could say, oh, I'm going to get so upset. But what I've realized about the roosters, people think they're quite sweet when they hear it on the audio. They think, oh, it's roosters. Isn't that wonderful? So I can get upset about it, that I'm competing with the rooster. <laughs> or I could say, isn't it wonderful, right? And when I, when I was living here full time, we always had, they're everywhere. They're all over the island and, and they walk, walk around and they, they sleep in the trees right next to the house. So they wake everyone up at four o'clock in the morning and 
You have two options. One is to get annoyed, and I'll be honest with you, I considered buying a BB gun and going and shooting them at one point I, when I was living here. I th and I used to go out the house and chase them around the house when I was living here because I just thought, I'm trying to record these sessions, right? Uh, even if I'm in a recording studio, they, you can, they're so loud and they're right next to the thing. So I would chase them around the house and I thought of getting a gun and I just thought, hang on a minute, Michael, this is getting out of hand, right? Just calm down. So now when I hear them, I think of them as the bishops, right? They're like these, then they're like going off and they're, they're doing their special cockle doodle do's and it's a reminder to wake up. So I, I actually, my attitude to the roosters nowadays is they're waking me up. If I fell asleep temporarily and got caught up in things, now the roosters are helping me out. So we have expectations that it should be quiet, there shouldn't be any roosters, that it should be a certain temperature. And it doesn't work out, and then we make ourselves upset, and then we can't enjoy it. So coming back to Sedona... There we go again, the lovely roosters. They, a lot of people, they want to go to these special places. There's one place called Devil's Bridge, right? Which is, I'm not sure why it's so popular. I mean, it's a cool place. It's good. It's a good Instagram picture. I think that's why it's popular. And the car park is always packed and people now have to go on a shuttle, right? Because it's not, and they have to stop all the parking because everyone wants to go to this one place. So let's say you can't get there. People can't go there for whatever reason because too many people, too much, uh, no, not enough parking. They could get upset <laughs> that they can't go to the Devil's Bridge or they could go to one of these other wonderful places where there isn't any problem with parking and enjoy themselves. And it's just as good, possibly better, right? But if we hold that attachment to it, it has to be exactly like that we can't enjoy what is. It's the same thing in relationships that we expect somebody to treat us a certain way and act a certain way and then they're not and then we get upset about it and we can't enjoy them as they are. Now some relationships of course are toxic and we have to get out of that, right? So it's not about being walked on, it's about having an attitude of freedom. So what we're really going into here is waking up from a trance, waking up from this crazy idea that the world should be exactly as our ego wants it to be, thinking that somehow we can control the entire universe and somehow our ego knows exactly how the universe should go, <laughs> which is absurd. What a ridiculous idea. We don't realize how grandiose we are about this. The ego is grandiose, right? It, it actually thinks that its opinion about life is the only way and the best way and everyone else is wrong and life is wrong and everything's off. That's how crazy it is. But this is this massive universe. It's an infinitely huge universe and there's so many people here and there's so many things happening. How on earth can our ego have the slightest idea about how things are supposed to go in this great game of life. And on a deeper level, 
this is really what helps us to wake up is these two things. Number one, that this is a movie. Not only is it a play, it's a movie of life. You are actually watching a movie, a three-dimensional movie. You know, people are so obsessed with um, these headsets nowadays, right? Meta world and like the, the multiverse and all these different virtual reality and augmented reality headsets, right? What, what is all going, what's going on there? They're tapping into something else that you're actually living in a 3D reality right now. Anyway, you, your brain and your head is the headset, right? You're in it now, right? You have a headset on right now. You are a spiritual being in the body and the body is the virtual reality headset. So look around this right here. This is the 3D thing. They're trying to create this like much less quality version of the same thing that they already have. Isn't it fascinating, right? How crazy it is. But there's a reason that's happening because this is what we're dealing with now. <clears throat> and not only that, you can't get out of this one either. Those other ones, you can take them off, right? And you can put them back on. This, this one, you're in it all the time. <laughs> So you're in a 3D virtual reality game and you can't control it. You have some level of apparent control over it. It appears that you can create some thoughts. It appears that you can choose what you eat and where you go. But there's so many things of which we have no control at all. The good news, though, is that when we wake up, we realize that we are immortal, eternal beings in this virtual reality, that you're actually completely safe. You're a spiritual being of light, safe and secure. And in a million years, you'll still be here you'll still be alive. The scene will change just like a movie scene. If you if you play a movie for a, a million years, it's going to be a different movie by the time you get to a million years, right? Movie scenes change, right? They're all different. Every scene is different, right? But you're still going to be here because you are the immortal presence. You are the immortal being in the movie. Lots of love and blessings. Just wanted to mention that if you enjoy this podcast and resonate with it and you'd like more, go ahead and make sure that you follow the podcast on Apple or Spotify or wherever it is that you listen to it. So that way you get notified of any new things. And we're going to be doing new and different things from time to time extra little bits and pieces so you'll learn about all of that as well so i just wanted to mention that go ahead and follow the podcast thank you so much for your wonderful presence and back to the podcast another way of tuning into this is that this is a story 
This is a story. A movie is a story, right? And there is a story of your life. Your life is a story, your life story. And so there's this character here called Michael, right? And this is the story. And in the story, Michael's talking about spiritual things, right? But there's a reality behind this where we actually actually really are spiritual beings. And in in the story, you might go to work, you might make some coffee, you might go for a walk, you might have some relationship challenges, you might have health challenges. They're in the story. You might have wonderful experiences hiking up a mountain, going to a theatre production, right? There's all these fascinating things. There's there's ups and downs, there's peak experiences and there's pits of sorrow, right? It's a fascinating, unexpected story. So spirituality fundamentally is about waking up from the dream, waking up from the story, realizing that your sense of me, sense of I is different and separate from the story character. So being asleep means that we think I am this person, I am this this body, I am the character in the movie, that's someone who is asleep. What's the difference between awakened beings and people who are asleep? You know, in Harry Potter, there's the muggles and the wizards, right? What's the difference? The muggles, the sleeping people are stuck in the dream. And the magical beings, the spiritual beings have woken up and realized they're not the character. They're not stuck in the dream. They're not the dream person. All anxiety, all stress, all disappointment is all when we are stuck in the character. Because if we try and get everything all organized just the way we like it, in the physical world, what's going to happen? But let's say that you want the temperature a certain way, you want exactly the right food, you want exactly everyone to speak to you a certain way, you only want these people to hang out with and not those other people. You want to have this amount of money and not that amount of money. You want to have this and this and this. If you have this long list of expectations, right? You have a big list and you write all of it down. You say, I want this, I want this, I want this, I want this. It has to be like this, has to be like that. The longer the list, the longer your list is, what happens? The more stress you're going to have trying to keep it going. And every single thing on that list is an opportunity for disappointment, anger, worry, stress, anxiety, fear, depression, right? 
all the negative feelings, they arise out of those things on the list not getting fulfilled. And there's all, the longer the list, the more of a problem we have because there's hardly anything we can do without something going wrong. This is the reason why people who have billions of dollars are often on antidepressants. Nothing wrong with having loss of wealth, by the way, by all means have millions and billions. But the secret is to have freedom from the dream. Otherwise you can't enjoy it because if people have all this money and then they start having these endless expectations that they get treated a certain way and they get this and they get that. Oh, a friend of mine, one of my clients was telling me that he, his wealthy, I think it's his, uh, one of his family members, they, they had this, um, <clears throat> this beautiful mansion booked for a vacation, right? It's beautiful place, beautiful ocean views. Everything was just fantastic, right? Wonderful, wonderful place. They got there and the trash in the kitchen hadn't been taken out, right? Because the cleaning people must have forgotten to do it, right? So there was a little bit of trash in the trash can in the kitchen. It ruined his vacation, ruined it. Just that one thing, he's complaining about it again and again and again and again and again, right? So he's got this wonderful house, beautiful views, everything's great, and he's ruining, ruining his own vacation because how dare these people that he spent all this money and they couldn't be bothered to take out the trash. He could have just taken out the trash or just left it, right? There was just a little bit of trash in the can. It's not a big deal. But it wrecked his day. Might have wrecked his vacation entirely because he kept talking about it. The audacity of these people for not taking out the trash. And fair enough, they, you know, if you're paying thousands of dollars, fair enough, they should take out the trash, but it's not that big a deal. The rest of the house is fine. Everything else is taken care of. There's all, the beds are all nice and neat. Everything's clean. It's all good. Yeah, the, the weather's perfect. So the longer our list of expectations is of people, of things, of our, even our own self, the body, the character, the more upset we get. And then we can't enjoy what is, because what is, is what is. Now this might sound simple, but it's very profound. What is, is what is. It is what it is. Like life is as it is. Our opinion about it doesn't change anything at all. It is exactly the way it is, and it's going to be exactly the way it's going to be. We have to come to terms with this. This is what it means to wake up. It means that you are a powerful soul, a powerful consciousness, and you're embedded in life, and life is exactly as it is, and it's going to be exactly as it's going to be. And no matter what your ego might think about it, it's still going to be exactly the way it's going to be, and it is exactly the way it is. And to, to the degree that we are not accepting this truth of life, 
that is the degree to which we are unnecessarily suffering, right? And let's say, for example, it is a situation where there's all these problems and all this chaos and all these things. The sooner you accept it as it is, the sooner you can improve it, right? But if we spend our time complaining about it and saying it shouldn't be like that and it's not fair that it's like that, we're wasting huge amounts of time on the problem rather than the solution. So that not only does this free us from a lot of unnecessary stress, it also helps us to make our life significantly better, significantly quicker. Right? I've had to learn this in life in my work again and again because I work with various different people and, I, and I have, I'll be honest, I have expectations because I'm running a company. I expect you to do this, this and this and then they don't do it and then I get upset. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm like, all right, like Michael, just accept what it is because if I don't accept it, I can't change it. There's nothing I can do about it. So there's, there's no point in spending our time fighting with what is, because what is, is what is. So the enlightened perspective of life is that you're a spiritual being. You can rise up. You can imagine yourself flying out and you separate yourself from your body and your character. You, you completely have to separate it out. Like there's a screen happening and there's a character on the screen. Right? Imagine you're watching a, a movie on your phone and there's a little character on the phone and you separate yourself out and you are completely different from the character on the phone. So the character has a problem, the character has certain desires, the character has certain things going on, and you are nothing to do with that, who you really are, and you are a being of infinite joy, <laughs> infinite peace, and you are completely safe and completely different. And you have everything you need because you are a spiritual being. Your body and the character is a different topic that's over there. But you come back to yourself, your higher self, your real self. And you realize it's wonderful. It's wonderful. You're a wonderful being. You're a being of light. You're a being of peace. You can see yourself. What do you look like? You don't have a body. You don't have arms and legs and everything in the head. You're a being of light. You are a being of light like a shining star, an invisible light. Invisible, incarnate, observer.
floating in infinite peace, completely safe. This is what meditation and awakening is about. It's coming back to who you actually are. You are that observer. You are the loving, smiling light. It's wonderful to see yourself actually as a smiling star. So you can imagine yourself as a bright light with a big smile. <laughs> with a big smile, a happy smile, right? Happy smile. You're completely different from the character completely different from the body. When people have near-death experiences, they leave their body. I know people who've had this personally, and I've seen lots of examples of this. And I've had this many experience myself in meditation many, many times. You go beyond, right, and look at the body from a distance, and you realize that is a character. That's a lump of flesh over there. That's not me. I'm completely different. And who are you? You're this wonderful smiling, shining, radiant, illuminating, beautiful being, beautiful shining consciousness, a shining spirit, shining soul, shining light. Isn't that wonderful? You are a wonderful, shining, smiling, beautiful light. That's who you are. That's who you're always going to be. And in a million years, you're still going to be a beautiful, shining star. And a million years ago, you were a shining, smiling star. Right? So... If you go back a hundred million years, you're a shining light. And if you go forward a hundred million years, you're a shining light. So you're always going to be all right. No matter what happens in this great game of life, you are still going to exist and be a shining, pure, beautiful being. Right? Just, just feel the scale. On either side, you can see a billion, billion years in the past and a billion billion years in the future all the way through you're always this wonderful shining light beautiful light radiant light immortal consciousness and then in the meantime is this little game of life with a story happening and the story is exactly as it is and it's exactly the meant to be the way it is even if it's unpleasant at times on the whole on the whole if you look at the whole story of your life including your past lives it's been more good than bad it's been 75 percent happiness and roughly 25 percent sorrow so it's more happiness than sorrow, if you look at the whole thing. And all the way through, you're always the observer, the shining light. 
<laughs> so this is what it means waking up from the dream is realizing that you are this being who is infinite and has unlimited life unlimited life you're never going to end this body is going to end that's fine no big deal it's happened before it's going to happen again but you actually can't even experience death because you can never die it's not possible to experience death all that happens is you leave your body and move on to the next you can't actually ever die so no matter what happens you can't die so we don't have to have expectations about everything we don't have to have expectations i know a lot of people you know in this sort of new age movement or personal development movement so you should have high expectations and you should expect everything to work out that's partially useful advice in a certain context but it's actually a devastating advice if it's taken literally and so let me explain what i mean let's say you're working on a project and you want a certain result right i'm always working on projects and i always look after certain results okay so you have to have a goal and a destination and an aim otherwise what are you doing right so we need to have like a vision of creating something in the drama of life so we have to have an understanding of paradoxes 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 are a wonderful thing being able to comprehend a paradox is a sign of spiritual maturity. People who can't handle paradoxes are spiritually immature, right? And it takes a certain amount of time to, to be able to manage a paradox. Paradox is where you have two conflicting and contradictory ideas. So on the one hand, we want to have expectations that our life is going to go really, really well. Okay, everything's going to be great and I'm going to be healthy, wealthy and happy. And everyone's going to be love me and it's going to be wonderful, <laughs> right? It's going to be great. So it's fine to have that, right? As as like a vision. You're, you're holding the vision that good things happen to you and it's all good. You're a spiritual being and you're holding the vision that in your life, your physical life is going to go great and it's going to be a wonderful story it's going to be a wonderful movie and you're going to enjoy yourself okay great have the vision now on the other side we have a paradox which is prepare for the unexpected and be willing to have no expectations at all right this is a paradox so on one hand you hold a vision of what you want and on the other hand you completely let go and you have no expectations at all and you are preparing for the unexpected because we don't know what's going to happen next I've had situations in my life where I'm going along in a certain direction, thinking everything's a certain way and it's all good. And then next thing you know, something completely different happens and you end up in a totally different place. Right? That's because life is like that. 
So if you prepare for the unexpected, then you can handle things and not get upset. And also, you can have wonderful surprises, blessings that you didn't expect as well. Otherwise, you're going to fall to pieces all the time when as soon as anything doesn't work out. Oh my god, they've run out of milk. What am I going to do? Right? They don't have my favorite chocolate. What the hell's wrong with these people, right? We can get upset about the most ridiculous things, but there are big things that happen, right? So either whether they're small things and regular little upsets or whether they're massive upsets, either way, if you prepare for the unexpected, then you can actually enjoy the twists and turns of the movie of life. Well, like a movie is. Can you imagine if you went to see a movie and everything happened exactly the way you expected it to? You would actually be bored. You wouldn't want to watch the movie. If you've watched a movie a bunch of times, the more times you watch it, the less interesting it is. Because you know what's going to happen next. And you all the twists and turns and the unexpected drama and conflict you know how it works out you know what the ending is you know what's coming next it starts to get boring after a while when you see a really good movie for the first time and you really have no idea what's going to happen then it's riveting it's fascinating right you don't know what's going to happen next you're, you're curious but if you go to see a movie and you have this unrealistic expectation of what the movie is going to be like and then you go and see it then you might be disappointed so, so like there are so many amazing movies around right but people's expectations are so high nowadays of movies that you can barely create a good one anymore right i mean fair enough i think hollywood has gone has gone downhill in, uh, over the years but nonetheless there's still lots of amazing stuff being produced and people aren't happy about it because they expected something different. So on one hand, we want to have high expectations. And on the other hand, we want to have no expectations. <laughs> yes, it's a paradox. Can you handle the paradox? On one hand, you have to be really, really excited about everything and really pumped up about it and give it your fullest and give it your all and like really go for it in life and on the other hand you have to completely let go have no expectations and not care either way what happens yeah most people can't handle this this is because this is a contradictory viewpoints but they're both true right If I'm working on a project, I have to give it my full attention, really focus on what I'm doing, do the best I can. Otherwise, I'm not gonna, it's not going to happen, right? If I just sit around and say, oh, if it's supposed to happen, it will happen. That's not going to work. You have to actually do something in the drama, in the, in the movie. If you're watching a movie and all the characters just sat around and they just watch TV and they said, oh, you know, if something good's supposed to happen, then something good's going to happen, right? And they're all just sitting around. It wouldn't be interesting, would it? They have to go out of the house and do interesting stuff and, like, do things. Otherwise, there's nothing happening. 
So you really go for it. And then you let go. And enjoy what is, because what is, is what is. It is the way it is. It's supposed to be the way it is. So we have an idea of what we would like, and then there's the actual script in the drama. We're trying to align our life with the actual script, but a lot of the time the script is different than what we think. Sharing is a beautiful way to spread love and wisdom, kindness, blessings into the world. And if you feel our podcast has touched your life in some way and could benefit others, please go ahead and share it with somebody so that we can really reach more souls and touch more hearts and awaken more people. Maybe there's some friends that you have or family members who would really benefit from this. So just go ahead and share it with them in whatever way you can so they can listen to it too. We'd be really grateful and they'd be grateful. So thank you so much. So what can you do about this? How can you use this in your life? Because spirituality is a practical thing. It's a way of approaching life. This this is applicable literally to every single moment of your life. And when you die as well. So this is literally useful constantly. So what to take from this in a practical way? Number one is to wake up. Wake up means I am a spiritual being. Talk to yourself like this. I am not this person. I'm not this body. I literally have this conversation. You might want to write this down. Like These are actual things to think to yourself in your mind. I am not this person. You write, write your name down. And I am not Michael McIntosh. Right? You are not so-and-so. And everyone else you know is not that person either, right? They're all spiritual beings. So first of all, we have to know who we are. I'm not this thing. I'm not this character. I'm not this person. So someone who's a doctor, they a surgeon, oh, they get so much praise from everybody. No, no, I'm not a surgeon. I'm not a teacher. I'm not a entrepreneur. I'm not a housewife. I'm not a businesswoman. I'm not a fisherman right all all this stuff i'm not this person you have to really snap out of this attachment to the character it's a movie right james bond isn't james bond james bond doesn't exist there's no james bond in reality but there's a character playing james bond or playing queen elizabeth right so you'll, it's like that. I'm not the character. Number one. That's a huge, huge, huge... If you just did that, you are basically becoming enlightened. As soon as you have that awareness, you are enlightened in that moment. And then the next thing... <laughs> The next thing is this life, this game, this thing called the universe, called life, called reality, is exactly as it is. 
and I need to let go of unreasonable expectations or any expectations. If you expect nothing at all, nothing at all, everything is a gift. Everything is a gift, right? Then you realize how rich you are. The more your expectations, the more poor you are. The less your expectations, the more rich you are. Right? If you expect nothing at all, then you go to the sink and you go, oh, look, there's water coming out of the sink. This is a miracle. You know, you go over to the fridge. Wow, look at this. There's food in the fridge. There's food in the fridge, right? What a wonderful thing it is. You go, uh, when I go to Whole Foods, right? I go to Whole Foods Market or any of these stores, or I walk in there and I'm like, this is a miracle. This is a miracle. Look at it all. Look at it all. There's all these fruits all lined up and there's all these vegetables lined up and there's all these things in containers and there's all this fancy stuff everywhere. Like it's just a miracle, right? You can go into a store and be in, in a state of shock and awe and wonder at what a miracle it is if you have no expectations. Or you can go in and go, why is my special cream not available today? What the hell's wrong with these people? Why have they not met? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's up to you how you perceive that situation. You can walk in, you can, everything can be a miracle or it can be a disappointment. It's up to you. You can watch a movie and say, what a miracle. They put this together. They got all the actors there. They got all the camera, look at all the shots they have and the music and everything. What a miracle. Or you can say, Oh, it was such a disappointment. It really was such a disappointment, right? Or you can go and see somebody and you can say, God, that person, she looked at me funny. She looked at me funny. Ruined my day. Awful. How could she? What a beast. What a beast, right? Or you say, what a wonder, you know? I mean, it was bizarre, but it was a fascinating experience. This is what it means to wake up wake up, wake up to who you are, that you're a powerful being, you're all right, you're safe and secure, don't have any expectations at all. And then the other paradox, of course, is have the vision and the intention that things work out in your life for fun as a game. So may you be wealthy, may you be happy, may you be healthy, may you have fun experiences, may you enjoy yourself, right? Why not? That's what we're doing here. We are creators. We create, we create, we create. All we do is create all the time anyway. So that's great. But you can enjoy it a lot more when you're free. And not only that, your vibrations will be higher if you're liberated. And then you're going to attract more good things to you naturally. So try it out for a day or for a week. I'm going to have no expectations. I'm going to wake up. I'm going to wake up to who I actually am, get my nourishment from a spiritual source. I'm going to have no expectations of anyone or anything. And then everything is a bonus. Everything is a bonus. If someone texts you back, that's a wonderful thing. Great. If you get an email, wonderful. If you don't get an email or something doesn't happen, that's fine. Because you're watching the movie. You're being entertained. Right? I'll give you a little story. 
I was I went to the beach a few days ago, right? I, I was on the beach and I was I go into these really altered states when I'm sitting on the beach, right? Because I'm looking at the ocean, I'm lying in the ocean, I'm floating around. Exceptionally beautiful, North Shore of Kauai. It's just exceptional, right? So I love it here. So I was, came back, I was driving back, and there's this bridge, Hanalei Bridge, if anyone knows what I'm talking about. And there's this bridge to get to Hanalei, you go down the hill, and there's one one lane bridge. And you're supposed to wait, there's supposed to be a certain amount of cars go across one way, and then a certain amount of cars go back the other way, right? Because there's only one lane, you have to take in turns. And I've lived here for years, right? Lived here for years, I've gone over that bridge years and years and years. I mean, sometimes, it isn't. They're supposed to be five to seven cars. That's what it says on the sign. Local courtesy, five to seven cars, right? Sometimes it's like 20 cars go past. And sometimes one car goes and another car goes. It's up in the air, right? It's roughly around five to seven, seven to ten cars, okay? It's no big deal. Everyone's chilled out. It's a holiday vacation place. Like, no one's in a rush. People are going to the beach, going to restaurants. Like, it's super chill really beautiful. So I was coming back from the beach, got to the bridge and the cars were starting to move and I was just following the cars and, and it was, I don't know, it must have been like five or six cars or even seven cars and possibly, possibly more, but I, it wasn't very many cars. And I got across the bridge, I was halfway across and some other car started coming towards me, right? And, and it looked like he wanted me to reverse and go back, but, but I was already on the bridge, right? So I carried on and as I got to this car on the other side of the bridge, he had a go at me. He, had, he, he, he was red in the face, this old guy, red in the face, totally losing it, completely stressed out, right? And I, I was like, he, he was literally gonna save about three seconds or four seconds maybe, right? This is what we're talking about, four seconds. There was no car behind me, right? and he was losing his peace, completely losing it. What happened? He had expectations that there should have been a certain amount of cars and my extra car was just too much for him, right? Because he lost those four seconds. Right, now I could either take this personally and think, oh God, I was so inconsiderate, you know, it should have been four cars rather than five cars or whatever, right? But I was like, no, this is a fascinating scene in the drama. I don't like to cause anyone sorrow, by the way. I don't do things like that on purpose. I didn't even do anything wrong, to be perfectly fair. But he lost his peace anyway because he wasn't aligned with reality. All he had to do was just sit there for four seconds and I would have passed him and he could have gone on his merry way and been a happy soul. But he lost his peace and it might have ruined his evening. Right? That's his problem, right? We need to stop doing that. what that guy did in our life. Completely stop doing it because we're ruining our joy for nothing. For nothing. What are you going to get out of it? Four seconds of extra time. It's not worth it, right? So sometimes things work out exactly the way you want. Sometimes you have to wait three or four seconds for a car to pass. Sometimes you might have to wait in a line. Sometimes you might have to get a different product that you don't like. Sometimes you might have to change your entire life and move to a different country, right? And give everything up, right? Who knows? But if we are free, 
if we wake up, then we can enjoy life. Like it's just died to rain. It's just died to rain here, okay? So if I was thinking, oh, I want to go to the beach right now, and now it's raining, then I'll get upset. But I could, instead of that, I can say, isn't it fascinating that it's raining? Isn't it wonderful? It's watering the, the, all the trees and the grass, and I can just stay in the house and relax, and I'll go to the beach later on, or I won't go at all. It doesn't matter, right? We have to learn how to live our life to learn how to be happy. So try this out. Really think about these things. Write yourself messages about this. Let go of the expectations. Realize that you're safe and secure for millions of years and you always will be. And just notice how much better you feel about everything. So thank you so much for your beautiful presence, for all your good vibrations, and know that by doing this, you're such a blessing to everybody else. <laughs> Sending you so much love. Have a wonderful week. And talk to you soon. Om Shanti. It's been such a beautiful time together. Thank you for listening. Think of one person who needs this and share this with them. If you have any questions for us, please send them to shareyourquestion.com. Go to spiritualrecharge.com for more free meditations, talks, and courses. We thank you for your beautiful presence. Keep shining your divine light in our world. So much love and we'll connect soon.